stuff, brand new series about angels, and uh, this, uh, tonight I want to speak about why your life is a struggle. A lot of people, you're going through a struggle in your life, and you're wondering why in the world is that so? Because the day when you receive Jesus Christ, you have a new friend, but also a new enemy. And the enemy, the devil, is not happy that you're a Christian right now. He, he does everything in his power to stop you from being blessed and anointed. And I want to share a story with you guys. I know a very well-known business guy. God spoke to him. He said, you have to go to the mission field. And he went with the whole family to the mission field in far away from Switzerland. And he served on the mission. But one day he said, I don't like it anymore because the people are not doing what I called to do. And I don't like the food and I'm always sick. And he said, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go back to Switzerland. And while he was sharing the story to his wife, God spoke to him and said, if you leave, you leave alone because I stay here on the mission field. And he was shocked because often we think, I can do whatever I want to do. Of course you can do. But God is saying, you can go, but I stay. And he said, oh my gosh, I cannot go because God stays here. And I don't want to walk around away from the anointing of the Lord. And actually what God is saying is like what God taught you to Moses about the shadow, the umbrella of God in Psalm 91. If I stay under the shadow, under the blessing, a covering of God Almighty, nothing on earth can harm and destroy you in your life. Amen. I want to start in Psalm uh, 91, verse 1 and 2. And when you read Psalm 91, 91, it's often quoted from people they believe in the prosperity gospel. Because in that psalm, everything is involved. You're not getting sick, you're rich, you're famous, and all those things. But you have to understand the background. Moses was reading, uh, reading that Psalm 91 because God led the people of God out from Egypt, from being slave, into the desert towards to the promised land. And in the process between the promised land and the desert, God is saying, I will bless you. And this is what God said. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, whom I trust. And Moses said, if you stay under the umbrella, under the shadow of the Lord, God will fight for you. But here's the problem, because I tell you why you have to stay in the umbrella. Because in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, the Bible says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the power of the dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That means when we are leaving the shadow of the Lord, you're going out and here in the unseen world there are angels. Now in this building there are all angels. Can you see the angels? They're flying around. Hello, angels. There's no demon in this building because you kicked them out. But right in the unseen world there are angels but also demons. And here you have to understand, where, live, where does the devil live? I want to give you a small Bible teaching, actually. The Satan's five dwelling places is the throne of God. 
The devil was with God in heaven, and one day said, I want to be like God. And God kicked the Satan out from heaven. And where does the, the devil and all the demons are living? It's another one in the unseen world of heaven. In the unseen world of heaven, angels or demons and the devil, they're living there. But they're living also on the world. Now check this out. They're living in two dimensions. And in, the, in Jacob was saying, a ladder came down from heaven to earth. That means angels and demons and satans, they're living in the unseen world, but also on earth. But the Bible speaks about the future. He will say, God will kick the devil to the abyss for more than 1,000 years. He will bound and there will be peace on earth. No one can be against you, not even your wife. No one. For 1,000 years. Isn't that amazing? Shalom, chavarim. And then at the end of the day, the lack of fire means God will put the devil and the demons, all the people that don't believe in God, into the fire. And you have to understand right now, angels and our demons are in two realms. In the unseen world right now, but also on earth. And Moses saying, whenever you people of God in the desert, you're walking out from the covering of the Lord, you have nerves. Because around you, there's a fight going on and often you cannot see what's going on in the unseen world. I want to share three points out of Psalm 91. What Moses is saying to the people of God in terms of the unseen world. Point number one. There is a struggle for the life of every person. In verse 5a. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night. What was the challenge for the people of God in the desert? The snakes. The snakes in the desert, while you were sleeping, they came to you because you were warm and they can bite you and then you get, then you're dying actually. And Moses is saying, the snake means in the night you don't have a control what happens in your life. And there are many, many situations in your life and you do not have the control. And God is saying, if you think you do not have the control, that's the moment when I send angels they fight for you, they're protecting you, and you will make it. Now, I want to give you three examples, actually. The devil wants to destroy God's plan. And let's think about the life of Jesus Christ, what the devil is doing, actually, and how God has intervened to even help the Son of God, Jesus. At Jesus' birth, Herodotus made a declaration to kill all the firstborn. And that meant they also want to kill Jesus. Do you know what the devil does? He aborts people. He kills people before your dream comes to fulfill. He will destroy your calling, your anointing, your dreams, your visions. And if you're doing that, he can stop that churches are built, families are invented, and he does it all the time. And what the cool thing is in that story, Joseph and Mary had no clue what's going on. And angel appeared Joseph and said run away to Egypt because Herodotus wants to kill Jesus. Isn't that amazing? If you're facing a tough situation, do you know what God will do? He will send the angel in your life to protect you. This is what God 
promised us actually, and Moses said, stay under the umbrella of the Lord. The second thing, in the beginning of the ministry of Jesus Christ, Jesus was fasting for 40 days, and before Jesus Christ was doing signs and miracles, the devil knew, if I can stop Jesus Christ right now, he will not heal the blind, he will not heal the lame, he will not kick out the demons, he will not raise the people from the dead, and the devil knew, if I can stop Jesus Christ right now, being with a compromise, he believes in me a little bit, in God a little bit, so I can be sure that anointing and the healing power will never take place. Hey, listen to me. I remember when we started this church, we had no money, a lot of people, but no money because we were a young church, and we had to hire people. And I hired a businessman, and the first question of the businessman was, how much is my salary? And I said to him, your salary is zero. You pay for free and you trust that God is your provider. He said, oh, I want to think about one night because I thought the salary is a little higher. I said, no, zero. He walked back to the company where he worked. In the afternoon, his boss made him a job offer. And he had no clue about my job offer and said, I want to give you a new job offer. You can earn a half a million Swiss money in a year. He told me the story, said, this is always what the devil does. God wants to promote you, but then comes the devil with a better an option and you'll say, oh my gosh, what should I do? It happens all the time. He wants to stop you from being a blessing for other people. The third thing, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, the biggest disappointment on the cross, dear friends, was not dying. All the disciples and all their friends, they were denying. They said, oh, I don't know Jesus. I have never met Jesus. And Jesus was hanging on the cross and everyone was running away. Listen to me. You always face a situation in your life. You have given your very best, your energy, your time, your money, your prayers, your tears, everything. And the same people you blessed, they walk away from you. And Moses saying, dear friends, whatever happens in the night when the devil sneaks in, stay under the shadow. Don't run away and believe that God is still on the throne in your life. Um, the devil tries to destroy, right? But God wants to help us. And there's always a slogan, maybe you have the slogan, uh, new levels, new devils. And I know everyone believes in a new level. I don't, I don't think so you want to be the way you are right, right now. I want to be the better version in a year. And I believe in going from level to level, from blessing to blessing, from anointing to anointing. And everyone likes the anointing, the next level. But the journey to the next level is always there's a devil who does everything to stop you. Hey, I will say I had in my thinking one of my hardest year ever. Since the beginning of January, I have so many fights and so many challenges I never had in my whole life. And I just wanna give you a sequence of 10 days. That's okay? I told you I had a Harley Davidson crash. A German car was running over my back. The same day, I, I, I slipped in a turn and through miracle, I was survived. Then the next day, I played golf and I hit a lady on the leg. It's not my mistake, it was her, her mistake. And she was in the front. You don't do that. And all the guys came and, and the big mess. And then 
I told my wife the story about my bikes and the golf courses, and he said, so now it's enough. Let's pray. And we prayed together and said, the curse has to come to an end. She anointed me with oil. So I walked out from that hotel. I took the elevator. And in the middle, boom, the elevator stopped. And I said, devil, you must hate me. You want to kill me, but you are very close, but you cannot kill me because the anointing of the Lord is so strong. And when I shared this all to my wife, because you have to understand, from that day on, I never used my Harley Davidson anymore. From that day on, I never played golf anymore because I could not play golf anymore. I was like under shock. When I told my wife that story, she said to me, congratulations, like this. Congratulations! I said, why in the world you say congratulations? She said, the devil must hate you. And the devil always fights you right now because it must be a breakthrough. There must be a new level, a new season, a new anointing. And the devil kills everything in you to stop you that you are running away from the shadow on the blessing of the Lord. And you cannot do this because the promotion and the miracle is around the corner. Amen. I want to say to some people, congratulations! You are so close for a breakthrough in your life. And when she said to me, God spoke to me to a story. How many times the Bible says, God was with David, and then God was again with David, and the next day God was with David, and God was with David, and then again God was with David, and then God was again with David, and God, oh, again with David, and the next day God was again with David. And I said, God, why in the world are you always with David? Do we have no other friends than only David? Have you ever thought about, God, what's about me? My name is Leo. It's so short. Why is not my name in the Bible? David, 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 David here, David here, David here. And God spoke to me. Do you know why God was with David? It's quite simple because David was every day with the Lord. Do you know why God was with David? Because David was every single day with the Lord. Whatever happens in your life, God will send angels. They will fight for you. They're protecting you. They will warn you. But if I stay, whatever happens, the devil has no chance. And the reason is why a snake has no power in the desert is only one thing. Now listen to me. How can you stop the devil? Stop the snake. In the desert had incense, incense. And they burned the incense. And the incense creating a beautiful smell. And that smell protected the snakes from the people of God. When I stay like David under the shadow umbrella of God, I praise my Lord, I worship my Lord like the incense, and worship goes up and protects me from all the fights from the enemy. Amen. That's why worship is so key. The second point I want to share with you guys is how does the enemy... No, not that one. 
Sorry. When I follow Jesus, my life is actually a struggle. In verse 5b, nor the arrow that flies in the day. So the devil fights in the night. I can stop him with praising him, staying in the shadow of the Lord, right? But what means the daytime? The daytime means always I can do something. I want to show you four areas where the devil tries to attack you in the daytime. He will be the father of the lies. He will say, if you worship me, I will give you everything. Listen to me. How can the devil offer you something what God has already given us? We are the son of, of the most high God. That means heaven dwells already in us. The devil cannot offer something what we already have. He's a flipping liar. The next one, the accuser. Do you know that all our sins are forgiven? If you believe in Jesus Christ, all your sins forever and ever and ever and ever are forgiven. You are a son and a daughter. You are forgiven. The next one, the author of confusion, he will say, but your problem do you have? Everyone else has the same problem. Only because other people have the same problem doesn't mean I want to have a breakthrough, a get-free moment in my challenges. I really do believe that God can change me. It doesn't matter if other people have the same thing. I believe God can change me, heal me, redeem me, restore me. The other one is destroyer. How does the devil destroy us? Now listen to me. I have never seen. How does the devil destroy you and me and the church? I have never seen in the whole entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation that the demon fights against another demon. I have never seen from Genesis to Revelation that the demon fights against the demons, but I have seen that Christian fights against Christians, pastors fighting against other pastors, saints are fighting against other saints. Theologians fighting other theologians. The real fight, dear friends, is not against your brother and your sister. The real fight, we fight against the power and the principle of heaven. And every time when you're very close to the destiny, the devil tries to stop you. Do you know how? He brings a Christian who goes on your nerve. And then also, you don't fight the outside storm anymore. The storm comes inside and you go so on the nerve what other churches, other preachers and teachers are doing. And on Instagram, you're going crazy what other Christians are doing. Listen to me. Your fight is never against your brother and your sister, against demons and principalities. Stop doing that thing. Can I hear an amen? I go crazy what Christians are doing. Hey, listen to me. Sometimes people say to me, Pastor Lee, I don't like that church. I said, I don't like that church either. But I like the Jesus which they believe. You don't have to like other churches or their theological thinking. And the point is the most important thing that you and I got saved it's not what you believe, what you do is Jesus Christ is the only reason that we get saved. And Jesus Christ is enough for every believer. Can I hear an amen? And I'll tell you something, why so many churches are weak and not strong. 
They talk from the pulpit what other Christians are doing wrong. That's not, that's not, they will say, we are better and they are doing everything wrong. You will never hear this on our stage. We challenge every believer around the world. If you believe in speaking in tongues or you're speaking five different tongues, I don't care if you believe women are allowed to preach or you don't believe it. That's not the main thing. The main thing is and always will be that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the center of everything. That's the point. You know, now I preach about angels. How many Christians have written on my Instagram account, oh, you are esoteric guy. Oh, you do not believe in God anymore. Only because I preach three times about angels. What's wrong with you? There's so many angels in the Bible. The problem is no one preaches about angels because we have no clue what to do with the angels. We need the angels. They're protecting us in our lives. And you need the Holy Spirit as well. Never fight a fight. But God is not allow you to fight. And I want to read your Bible text on the line, my fault. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 25 to 26, the Bible says, every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined. And every city or household divided against itself will not stand. Now listen to me. If Satan drives out Satan, if a demon drives out the demons, he is divided against himself. How can his kingdom stand? And the devil will never fight against demons and the demons against the demons. And if they don't do that, we will not do it either. Because we believe in the unity of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. I want to close with the last thought, if this is okay. My life is a struggle because God loves me. The moment you love God, you have a new enemy. That's the point. Uh, I remember when I got saved, I said to God, I have more problems than I had before. And God said, yeah, you have a new enemy and it's bigger than before. And that's the point when you have an enemy, he does everything in power that you and I, we will not stand under the umbrella, the shadow and the protection of the Lord Almighty. Moses saying in verse 11 to 13, for he will command his angel concerning you to guard you in your ways. He will lift up you in their hands. So they will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. And the lion in the Bible stands always. A lion is always very loud. If you are standing on the umbrella of the Lord, the lion comes in front of you, looks straight into your eyes, and he starts to roar. The devil is always very loud. Do you know when he's loud? when you are not managing your thoughts. I want to tell you a story. How many times I go to bed and I think, oh my gosh, I have all together. I'm the next super Christian. When I pray for the sick people, boom, everyone gets healed. If I pray for a husband, boom, I have two. Oh my God, I'm so anointed. Two is too much. You know what I'm talking about? You think, oh my God, whatever I do, it works. I pray, boom, house. I work, boom, Ferrari, boom, house, boom, church. She says, oh my gosh, it works very well. Ooh, you're going with this feeling too bad. You know what I'm talking about. Two days later, you get up and say, oh, God, you're so far away. Where are you? I cannot feel you. I cannot see you. 
Where is the anointing? And where is the healing power? And where is the Ferrari anointing? Oh God, I, 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 what's happened with you? And he asked the question on the umbrella, can God shrink? Can God shrink? Or has God shrinking in three days? No, it's not like a big God and the devil shrinks and then the devil gets bigger and God shrinks. It's not that God has a shrinking issue or problem. It's my thinking and my feelings and the devil starts to roar and say, oh my gosh, something is wrong because the healing anointing is not here anymore. And listen to me. When Moses sang, when you hear the devil roaring, God, you're thinking and your heart. Why is Moses saying that? Now you have to understand the background. Two millions of people coming out from Egypt from slavery. And they were on the run. Do you know how the people of God was leading? The Bible says one angel was leading their way. You don't need two angels. One angel is enough. One angel was leading the way and behind the people of God there was a cloud and the cloud was between the people of God and the Egypt army. And the army could not destroy the people of God because there was the cloud in front of the angels. He was dark and he was the light. And so many times people say to me, Pastor Leo, if I will see an angel, if I will see an angel, I will never doubt. I hear you, but you're wrong. The people of God have seen the angel of the Lord leading the way. They have seen the cloud protecting them. And Moses is saying, dear guys, don't ever forget what you have seen, what you've experienced, because God will never leave you and will never forsake you. Three days later, after the biggest miracle ever, and they prayed for 400 years, they were in the desert. And the same people that have seen angels and the cloud and the... They were saying, God, where are you in the desert? We don't like the food. Mana, 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 mana. Every time, mana, mana. Ah, I love going back to the Burger King. They had three options and three menus. But here in the desert, mana, mana, water, mana, mana, and water. And they start to complain. And they said, listen to me, God brought you out into the desert and now God will not protecting us anymore and God will kill us. How in the world can you think like that? And a lot of people think God has blessed me so far, but now I'm in a season where God has given me up. And the lion is roaring so loud. And listen to me, Moses is saying, whenever the devil lies, roars, you need other people, they're helping you out. I want to close with a last picture. What can you do when your brain is going crazy? What can you do even though on an umbrella your feelings start to lie? That's the, the armor. The Paul said, take the armor of all the different weapons. And here's a, a Roman soldier 
in the time of Jesus Christ, and please watch this picture, because they had the shield and the sword and all those things. And if you are fighting your fights alone, you can only win in one direction, what is in front of you. The only one thing, they have no protection of a soldier was the back. On the backside, they had no covering. And God is saying in moments when you feel weak, in moments when you're weary, you need this formation that friends around you, a small group of church, they take the shield above, in front, and behind you. And this is how you fight a battle. Hey friends, there's so many people that say, Pastor Leo, I don't need a church. You see, oh, I don't need a church. Wow, 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 wow. How do you protect your back? With the internet? Wow, 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 wow. This is why for more than 25 years when I started the church, I am in a small group. I need friends in my life, close friends, say, Pastor Leo, I don't know what's going on with your brain. I don't know why you feel the way you feel, but they will say the devil is such a liar. He's like a lion. He's roaring so loud, but we want to protect you in those moments when you are weak. We are strong for you. And this is how you fight a battle. Moses saying, don't ever leave the covering and the shadow of the Lord Almighty. If you're going out in the unseen world, demons are angels and the Satan is fighting for you. But if you're going back like David and you stay, the blessing of God, nothing on earth can steal or robbing from your life. Isn't that amazing? Can we stand for a moment? Church and also online, I would love to pray with you guys. Three prayers, actually. First of all, maybe you're in a situation where you think, oh my gosh, I cannot handle the situation. Second, there's a person in your life that goes, you so on the nerve. They make you angry. We let them go right now. And first, when you are weak, when you're struggling, I want to pray for protection in your life that the devil cannot fight from the back. So let's close our eyes. And Father God, I'm so thankful that you have sent angels. They are stronger than any demons. And the gates of hell cannot overcome the church. And you are still in the lead. And you are on the throne. And I will stay under the shadow and umbrella of the Lord Almighty. And I will say, and I will declare, you are my shelter. You are my force. And you are for me and never against me. And Father God, you see my situation. It's like a night. I feel overwhelmed. I don't see any situ how, a solution how to overcome that situation. But you will send angels. 
send angels right now. They're going in front of me and the cloud is behind me. And I cannot do it by my own, Father God. And I'm not a victim of all the circumstances because you are still in the lead in the unseen world. And you know those Christians, they're going on my nerve. They have made me so angry. Maybe you're coming from a church or maybe you have been spiritual misused from leaders. And that's the moment when I say, I'm so sorry for all the leaders, for all the churches that have destroyed your baby belief, your, your pure heart. But right now we're gonna say, Father God, I will not fight against my brother and my sister anymore. I lay down my weapons and I will stay united for your kingdom, for your house, and for your calling. And now the third prayer is when you are weak and when the devil is roaring like a lion. God has not brought you so far and leaves you alone. The God who leads you on this place is the same God who will be with you for the next season, for the next journey because you never walk alone. And church, can we do something? God was with David, and God was with David, and then again, God was with David. But listen, David was every single day with the Lord. Now, can we just hold this umbrella? Father God, I turn back to this umbrella. I will not fight myself anymore. I stay and declare that you are my fortress. You are my shelter. You are my healing power. You are the one who anoints me. You lift me up. You protect me. You give me a bright future. The hope is stronger than my past. I stay in the shadow of the Lord Almighty and I will not leave you anymore and I'll do it on my own anymore come church come on church hey thanks for watching Hey, our passion for people is that we see them grow in their relationship with Jesus, live fearlessly and influence their people and the surrounding in a positive way. And if you would like to be part of that vision, we thank you so much for your financial support because that would make it possible. I hope that this message spoke to you really. And if you don't have subscribed to our channel, please do this. And it's always a big blessing. Maybe you know some people in your neighborhood or in your friendship that podcast could be a very well cool thing just share the link because it's pretty pretty easy and I'm looking forward to see you again tune in and God bless you and see you soon bye bye